Hello and welcome to Beer and Money, a financial fireside chat for professionals. We work to simplify your finances so you can enjoy your life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello everybody, welcome back to Beer and Money. Uh, these are weird times and for today's podcast, I thought we would uh, change it up a bit and interview uh, someone that I'm actually really excited to, to have a conversation with. He's actually a the 2016 Super Bowl champion with the mighty Denver Broncos. Um, he's entering his sixth year in the NFL, as well as he's a uh, on-demand or in-demand speaker. Uh, he recently just released his book called Silver Spoon, The Imp- Imperfect Guide to Success where he shares stories that will help you overcome what's holding you back. Mm -hmm. And after reading the book and obviously going through the experience that we're going through right now, I thought this would be an awesome time um, to have him come on the podcast and speak into that. His name is Benny Fowler and he's currently a wide receiver in the NFL. So Benny, welcome to the show. Ryan, thank you for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, all things considered, family as well. And uh, I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you. Yes, I'm looking forward to it as well. So I know you're you're in Denver, and uh, you're experiencing what uh, all of us are experiencing right now. And uh, you know, after reading your book and, and engaging with you on on social media, it was it's uh, I'm excited to to really chat about this because after reading it, I I even took a, a different perspective in terms of what I'm going through right now, and really looking at the positive side in terms of growth rather than. Oh, what was me? I'm stuck in my house. Yeah, definitely. This is the perfect time to do that right now. I'm actually, I'm very glad. I'm very happy that you took that perspective away from the book. That is exactly what I want my book to do is to inspire others to see the other mindset that you can have for the other perspectives or other views that you can have in different situations. And also what you can learn from other people. And that's what I've done throughout my entire career in my life is I've just learned from other people taking the thing and take and I've taken things that they've taught me and that they do well and tried to implement them into my life. So right now, this is a tough time for everybody. You know, everybody's at home. Some people are laid off. Some people are working from home. But right now, this is the time to stretch ourselves and improve as people mentally and physically. So. You know, right now, I just hope that everybody is out there trying to be, you know, out there trying to be safe and staying safe. So when you when you came up with the the name of the book, um, and I, I loved your definition of silver spoon, by the way, and we'll, I'll have you speak into that. But talk to me about like where you came up with the name, and and then let's let's talk about that your definition of silver spoon. Yeah, so I came up with the name. I've I've had some conversations with some older friends and some friends of mine, and. I am from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan, and you know, people with the or when you hear the name Silver Spoon or you hear that, you there's always a bad rap with that, saying that those you know people are privileged or spoiled or whatever the case may be when it comes to that. And I want people to understand that, yes, I did have means and I had both of my parents in my life, but that didn't stop me from putting in the work. I had to put in the work just like anybody else would have. And a lot of stories nowadays from athletes or just not even nowadays, just period over time, it's always, you know, a struggle story about how they grew up 
and how they didn't grow up with or they grew up missing meals or in a bad household. And this is the reason why they're successful, because they had all this adversity in their life and that they wanted to overcome. Well, I didn't grow up like that, but I still had adversity that I had to overcome. And I had goals and dreams and desires of playing professional sports. And I had to use the same 24 hours they had to get where I wanted to get. So obstacles are going to come in your life. How are you going to handle them? Success is going to come in your life. How are you going to handle that? Yeah, it's um, it, it was interesting because as as I mentioned, you know, I read the book, read the title, and I, you know, everyone's I think interpretation of the silver spoon is well, you come from maybe not come from money, but you had it you had it easier. Uh, let's put it that way than uh, a lot of other people, and um, your definition changed it because if correct me if I'm wrong, because your definition of silver spoon is more of the, the gift that changes the perspective of your life. So it doesn't have to be uh, a money uh, situation or that you have it better than anyone else. It's more of what happened in your life that changed the way you look at it. Yes, definitely. My silver spoon is the adversity that I've gone through and the things that have put my life into perspective. Getting cut, that's a, that's a silver spoon for me. Understanding that. Winning a Super Bowl, that's a silver spoon for me. Those are two different situations, but I learned a lot in both situations. And that is the silver spoon is what you learn from the situations that you're put in. Right. Yeah, I mean, for, for many Americans right now, I, I hate to maybe draw this comparison, but, you know, maybe you got laid off or, uh, you know, you're, you're stuck in your home and, and maybe you had to take a pay cut or something that's going on in your life right now. And you can take that that adversity and turn it into a change of perspective of your life to, to better yourself. Yes, absolutely. No, no doubt. This is the time to do it. You know, everybody's at home right now. <clears throat> if you have a niche or something or a talent that you're really good at, that you haven't been able to explore because you had to go straight into work and provide for your family. This is the time to explore that. You know, yeah. there, are, there are a lot of businesses out here right now that will probably close down, but that means there are times and opportunities for new businesses to develop. People right now can't go to restaurants and have their date night. Maybe you can bring their date night to them. You can find mm -hmm. a way to do that. Make a cooking class online, give people recipes to, your, your favorite desserts or meals because people aren't going to stop eating. So it's time to find ways and find opportunities through this. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the big thing to do any, anything in life and is, is discipline and <laughs> in America, discipline's like a four letter word. Like when I think of discipline, I almost think of, you know, my parents disciplining me, right? Like I got in trouble. Um, rather than looking at it more of a routine or just what your what your day to day should look like to better yourself. So the question I've got for you is, you know, you've got a whole chapter about discipline. How did you get past this negative perception around discipline? It's just understanding that success doesn't happen in one day. It happens every single day. And. I wouldn't say I've gotten past it. It's a constant work in progress all the time. Like I'm constantly developing and evolving as a person. And there are times where I don't want to be disciplined and I want to eat this or I want to eat that. But what is the real goal? What do I have? What is my goal? What is What do I have in mind? So that's what it really comes down to. 
when you looking at when you're looking at discipline, you have to understand that discipline might not seem fun at the time, but when you reach that goal or you reach that success or you reach that dream, that discipline pays off. So I want people to understand that success doesn't happen in one day. It happens every single day, but that's you know, that's the small steps every single day, which is being disciplined. It's doing the right things, treating people the right way. All that thing, all those things pay off in the long run. Yeah, it's it. It gets to the the daily routine, and I think you mentioned some, and and it's been out there before, but you really have to like change your um, complete mindset around it. Of it, the the um, oh, how did you put it? You put it. Um, you have to enjoy the work and not enjoy the outcome. Yeah, it's all about the process. The process prize, there you go. Yeah, it's all about the process. The prize is in the journey. The prize is yeah. in the journey. And that's the the wristband I wear on my wrist every single day. You know, from my late friend who passed away in a tragic car accident a couple years ago. And his mom started a foundation for him. And that was one of the sayings in the foundation and on the wristbands was that the prize is in the journey. You have to understand and enjoy the process. Because that's what the real prize is. Yes, we won the Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos in 2016. But all the adversity that we went through that year, Peyton getting hurt, yep. uh, still winning games, injuries that we had to overcome, on and off the field issues that we had to overcome. And then we win the Super Bowl. The real prize is that we didn't give up and that we kept going, that we kept setting goals and we kept achieving goals and we kept practicing hard and we kept the camaraderie and we stay with certain things. That's where the real goal and dream is. That's where the real success is that we didn't give up. And that's what people have to understand. The prize is in the journey. Yeah. You call it, um, uh, you had a, uh, a sentence in there where you're talking about, uh, intrinsic motivation versus extrinsic, uh, motivation. Mm -hmm. It's got to be within you. You're right. So can you speak into the differences between ex intrinsic and extrinsic? And, and I think we just explained why it's so important, but let's just, let's just define it, I guess, for everybody. Yeah, it's got to be within you. <clears throat> and a lot, of, a lot of times people set goals or their dreams. They're not really their goals or dreams. And, when, and when I say extrinsic, it might be their parents. It might be to impress somebody else. You won't reach that goal or dream if it's if it's for someone else because you're not connected to it. When it's intrinsic, you're connected to that goal. So you're going to do everything in your power to reach that goal. <clears throat> it's like a man or a woman who's getting ready to get married and they want to look good on their wedding day because they're connected to that goal. And it's an intrinsic value and they see themselves and they can visualize themselves and and they have clarity on that vision because it's within them, they'll lose that weight to look good on that day. <laughs> but then they'll gain that weight right back because they're not connected to the next goal or dream. Right. But if you if it's you know, if it's in within you, you'll you'll be connected to it. And if you're doing it for the wrong reasons or external reasons, like hey, I'm trying to impress this person, it it will fizzle out. It's like when that teacher sees that you're very gifted in math and you understand business concepts and they tell you to go into business, but that's not what you really want to do. 
that's an external that's an external goal and 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 reasoning right there and that's the reason why you might fizzle out or just give up on it because you were never intrinsically connected to it yeah and when you're intrinsically connected to it that allows you to stay disciplined because it, it it's it's all about it's about you and your wants and goals and and what's driving you rather than someone else's goals for you or what you absolutely. think you want absolutely so do you have a I don't know if I want to use the word mantra or, you know, when we, when we talk about, you know, time and how we, we get out of bed and really kind of get our day started and get in the right mindset, do you have uh, a specific way of getting yourself set up for the day? I wouldn't, not really, but I will say, you know, if I do, and I am struggling to get out of bed, it's like, it's, I would tell myself, you got to win the day. Let's go win the day. So we're talking about, um, you know, I, I mentioned I, managing time, and, and this is an issue I think in any business and in any really any person's life. Uh, many of us, myself included, um, struggle sometimes with managing time uh, so that I can get what I want out of life because, uh, you know, laziness kicks in, um, you know, different things in your mind, the different voices in your mind are kicking in. So, so what's your strategy or method? Is that, is it, tying back to the in intrinsic aspect of that or you know how did this all come into play for you yeah if i'm really connected to the goal i won't have a problem with that but <clears throat> writing down a things to do list every single day will help will help with that motivation because you know you're going to have to get things done and then at the end of the day at the end of the day you write down your uh your to done list everything that you got done and then you carry over what you didn't get done to the next day and you try to accomplish that. So if that's where you get that, that motivation, if you're struggling a little bit, you know, write down a things to do list because you seeing that things to do list right there in front of your face, is going to, you're going to want to check those boxes off. Yeah, it's so important. And you can see the, if you want the to do list or, you know, what you got accomplished that day, that's just a confidence booster to keep you motivated in terms of, okay, what I set out my day to be, I actually got X accomplished. And then that allows you to be that much more confident coming into the next day. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I, I in your book, you mentioned, um, uh, I don't know, psychologist or psychiatrist, uh, in regards to, uh, talking about mindset and talking about, you know, to your point, winning the day, um, what was your biggest takeaways and conversations with that person? Yeah, Dr. Perea. And uh, there were a lot of a lot of things that I took away from the conversations I had with him, just in terms of having the right mindset and thinking about life as a process. And <clears throat> if the game didn't go the way I wanted to, what did I learn from the situations? How was my preparation? and not just seeing it as a win or a loss or a bad performance or a good performance. The fact that I'm in the NFL is very unique. So what am I taking from these performances? What did I learn from the game? How am I developing as a player? Did I get better? How are my routes during this game compared to the last game? So just having self-reflection and just putting things into perspective that you're constantly evolving as a human, as a player, whatever you may be, whatever situations you may be in, you're always constantly evolving. So that is uh, one of the things that I took from him. And also positive self-talk, uh, diaphragmic breathing, breathing in the right ways, 
and being mindful and being present, being where your feet are. And that's being present and not thinking about the past or the future. So when you were the, the diaphragm breathing that you just brought up, that that is, I think that has nothing to do with, you know, the breathing on the field or from an exercise standpoint, that has everything to do with how that actually helps with your maybe the calming of the mind. Is, is that accurate? Yeah, you can use, but you can use diaphragmic breathing when working out or in between plays, putting your hand on your stomach and breathing from your stomach, do, doing three diaphragmic breaths will, you know, calm your mind and, and put, you back into the here and now. Gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, this is a, a podcast around, you know, betting yourself uh, mentally, as well as uh, from a financial standpoint, making sure that we're making the right decisions, making sure that we're financially well. Um, so, uh, you know, we've, we've got to talk a little bit about finance, finances here. So I'm curious how much, uh, background or family um, conversation occurred for you when it came to money? A lot, you know, at the dinner table, especially as we got older, my brother and I, <clears throat> as well as my sisters, just budgeting, understanding a budget, understanding bills and the importance of paying your bills and being on time, understanding that we didn't need credit or to have credit cards when we were in college, you know, we don't want any debt coming out of college, which was awesome. But just how my parents went about the way they spent their money and how mm -hmm. they budgeted every week in the month and how much money was coming in, how much money was going out, how much money was being saved. Yes, we talked a lot about that. Yeah, we, we use, I'm sure you, can um, definitely uh, understand this point is we always say control what you can what you can control because there are so many different factors in life that that can that can derail your mindset and if you can if you focus on what you can control it allows you from a from a mental standpoint to be more open and to be more uh, confident and obviously from a financial standpoint when we have we have money, not from a like grubby, you know, Scrooge McDuck type standpoint, but more of a, a standpoint of it's not a stressor in our life. It allows us to thrive that much more. And I, I know in my life that that's been huge for me. Um, if, talking to, you know, from a professional standpoint, especially a professional athlete, how has that been for, for you? It's been good. You know, if you just surround yourself with the right people to help you understand finances and understanding, controlling what, what you can control, you'll be just fine. But surrounding yourself with the right people who understand the finances maybe better than you is something that can help you. <clears throat> but controlling what you can control, that goes into football and that goes into life as well. You can't control some of the, these things. So just put your life into perspective, understand what you have complete power over and just go from there. Awesome. Well, Benny, I, I appreciate your time uh, today. You know, some of the, the bigger takeaways that I had um, from the book is, uh, you know, that intrinsic versus in, extrinsic motivation, uh, as well as just the the reminder around discipline and, and what it what it does for you. And it's not a four letter word. It's a it's a positive word that allows you to to get where you want to go. 
and focusing on the positive stuff so that we can be confident rather than having all the voices in our head trying to change that aspect. So I appreciate that from the book and I pre I hopefully our listeners are um, getting some value out of this podcast in terms of what they should be thinking about. Um, any any final words of, of thought or anything you wanted to make sure that we uh, we get out there before we before we call it a day here? I just want to say I appreciate you, Ryan, for having me on your podcast and being able to spread this message and spread this word. I would like to tell everybody out there, I hope they're staying safe uh, with their families, spending time with their families. Anybody who's going through a tough time right now, I hope and I pray that they will continue to get better and fight through it. <clears throat> but I would like to leave the people with this. And it's something that I always say, and it's one of the best quotes I've ever heard. And I heard it when I was younger and it's always stuck with me is that the biggest room in the world is room for improvement. The biggest room in the world is room for improvement. So we can constantly improve our mindsets, our physical capability, our spiritual capability and stretch ourselves every single day. And it's all about the process and improving. So I challenge everybody to go out there and continue to constantly improve during this time. Awesome. So for those of you who are interested, definitely go ahead, head to Amazon or, or different um, uh, places to, to purchase his book. Again, the name of the book is called Silver Spoon, The Imperfect Guide to Success. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And uh, Benny, uh, again, thanks for your time today and appreciate you being on. Hey, thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. This podcast is for informational purposes only and it's not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guests, speakers, and firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Avenue Securities Guardian or quantified financial partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Fairmont, California, 91711. 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, Pembra, Pembra, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian, Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a affiliate subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Number 2020-98911, expiration 04-2022.